This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Inside Access with Jason Lockonfora and Ken Wyman. Sponsored by Stevenson University Online. 1057 the fan. Ravens sit at 5-3 in first place in the AFC North. They're back in action Monday night as they're down in New Orleans. And that's the bye week. And let's talk some Ravens football as we head out to the Ashley Furniture guest hotline and our weekly chat with uh, former Raven Ray Rice. And Ray, good afternoon. Thanks as always for joining us. Well, you must have loved the second half Thursday night as the Ravens just ran the ball down Tampa Bay's throat. It looked like an old school Ravens game, man. It looked like they was playing very, you know, good complimentary football. And, uh, what a showing by Isaiah Likely! Like, yeah, he, he's a he's a he's a he's a he's a Patrick Ricard different version, meaning he's a mobile mismatch. Yeah. Well, Ray, the Ravens made a big time move at the trade deadline, bringing in Roquan Smith. What did you think of the trade? And hey, you were on the team in 2010 when the Ravens were aggressive and brought in an Anquan Bolden. I mean, how much does that fire up a, a team? Well, you know what? I, I I love the trade based off the simple fact of, you know, the NFL is about scoring, and it's hard to stop NFL offenses that hold them stagnant like like that. I mean, obviously the Ravens have always – we've always been predicated on our defense. But when you add a Roquan Smith, and to be honest, if I'm Patrick Queen, I'm really happy mm-hmm. because – that's a guy with the defense that they play. He's run. They're, they're running with anyone. Like you're not dealing with the Ray Lewis type linebacker, the six, you know, six two, six three, two hundred and sixty, two hundred fifty pound linebackers. You're dealing with guys that can run. Not saying Ray couldn't run, but the later years of Ray, these guys were straight up burners. Like. Roquan Smith, if you look it up, I think he ran like a four four yeah. at the combine. Like he's and quite frankly, he doesn't have to be the biggest guy, but look at look at what he's doing. I mean, he's the leading tackle in the NFL for a reason. Ray, you've talked a lot this year about the sort of the, the Ravens being very cautious with J.K. Dobbins. And now we've got a situation where where Gus, and it's it's a different, you know, sort of thing than the knee he went through, but they played two two games in rapid succession, and he played more than I think a lot of us thought he might until he suffered the injury. You've got this sort of super mini buy here, and then you play a game, and then you have a buy. Do you do you have a, a sort of hunch on how they play this? Because there might be a case to be made for you know what I mean, giving Gus this extreme rest and coming back on you know the uh, the other side of this thing Thanksgiving week. But one thing I'm seeing is. I mean, there's one ball to go around. I think 
I think you you be aggressive now, right? And if you come out of this six and three, you're in total control of you know first place. Yeah. With the real with the real bye week. I know one thing for sure, two things for certain is that Gus Edwards is not taking he's he's getting a lot of mental reps in practice. I think he's earned that right mm. to, you know, be a veteran and understand like he worked his tail off. Like I actually seen Gus rehabbing in the off season. And I could tell you, you know, first impression, like I'm like, man, like you you look at this guy, I'm like, damn, man, if he just gets like like all he needs to get back is healthy. Like, mm-hmm. He's he gonna be a force to be reckoned with. And so I see I see exactly the work that he put in and quite frankly, like that's that's hard to stop coming downhill at two hundred and forty yeah. pounds and he's not and he's not somebody who I mean, you look at what Derrick Henry's doing and I would say add a healthy Gus Edwards to that and it's kind of like what you have. We're speaking to Ray Rice. It's inside access on the fan. And, Ray, when you came to Baltimore as a rookie, you didn't have to be the guy in the backfield. You had Willis McGay. You had LaRon McClain. Isaiah Likely, he didn't have to be the guy, but he did on Thursday night. Mark Andrews played just 10 snaps, and Isaiah Likely had that breakout game. How big of a boost is it for a rookie's confidence to have that type of performance? I think when you look at that situation, right, you know Mark ain't going nowhere. So I think what you can say is, I mean, I, I think we can all agree that him being behind Mark Andrews, look at what it's done for him. Not saying that, you know, taking nothing away from the coaches, but sometimes you got to be a great follower to be a great leader. <laughs> and I think that if you look at what Mark Andrews has put out year after year, and I'm sure his work ethic is, you know, through the roof, even with his, you know, um, situation with diabetes and stuff like that. He has to play a whole different game to get his body ready. So I think that when you look at a guy of his stature, you know, his level of stardom and the way he attacks work, I think that's one of the most attractive things you can see as a rookie coming in and saying, like, you know, I don't need to be the guy, but I can learn from the guy. And I can, you know, go out there and produce as well. We all know what it looks like later in his career. If he can continue this, obviously, down the line, the Ravens will have a decision to make. But this kid's going to have a beautiful future. You know, he looks like a, he looks like a big wide receiver in the mm-hmm. tight end's body. It's a, it's a great fit. Ray, we've watched Lamar Jackson do incredible things as a Raven, but before the Tampa game, he's kind of scuffling for the prior three weeks, and the first half wasn't great either, but he played. He was 8-for-8 eight eight in the second half for almost 100 yards and two touchdowns. They're going to need Lamar Jackson his best if they're going to make a deep run, so you got to feel good about what you saw in the second half. Yeah, I feel great. I've, I mean, listen, I've always felt good about Lamar. I think, like I said, the thing that makes him great is that Look at what every look at everything that's been thrown at him. You know, I, I'll stand true on this. I think that the game experience for him that he has to receive and go out there and the criticism that he has to always be under because of his contract situation. If you look at what he's done over the first half of the season, it's quite frankly remarkable. 
the man is a walking target out there. And everyone knows. I heard a coach say it out there when they were playing against Tampa. He said, well, um, he's faster than I thought. <laughs> you still have to play the game. So everybody who comes in talks about we're going to do this, like try to do this with Lamar, this, that, and the other. You know, um, it just quite frankly doesn't work. He's that special of a football player. So I've always told our fans and told y'all on here, man, we just got to enjoy this greatness as long as we can because he's truly something special to watch. Well, Ray, we talked about his workload a lot on the show yesterday, and sort of one of the themes when you dig into the numbers is he's running less through eight games than he ever has before, but he's running better. I mean, he's averaging 7.4 yards per carry, and the Ravens as a team are averaging almost 5.7 which is, you know, almost a half a yard better than anybody else in football. Like, that's pretty astounding. Yeah. I, I think, like, I mean, I'm not watching the guy who looks like he's not going through his progression. Like, he actually, I mean, just being honest with you, if you look at the growth and maturity, right, early in his career, he would try to throw his way out of a sack. Sometimes taking a sack is just getting us to the next down. Yeah. Right? Like, that's maturity. Because there are times where you think he's going to step up and he's trying to extend the play, but at least his eyes are down the field. If he gets sacked, he's eating that one. And you know what? The thing that we're talking about is not turning over the ball. I think that's maturity when you understand the value of getting to the next down. Because there are times when early in his career, like you said, LeBron's a playmaker. He's going to try to make the play. But – he only got like three seconds back there, one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, and the ball has to be gone. So if he's trying to extend the play and he ends up taking a sack, sometimes we got to understand we don't like the play, but that's the best play for that situation rather than him trying to force the ball and we can get our punt team on the field and pin the team back. So I think it's very good complimentary football, but growth on his behalf. Ray Rice, always great, man. We'll chat Thank next you, week. Brother. No, always a pleasure. Thanks so much, Ray Rice. Uh, Coming up next, these Ravens, can they accomplish the goal? They add Roquan Smith. Can they win the Super Bowl? This team will answer next here on The Fan. Inside Access on The Fan. Sports 24-7. The Fan. trade deadline is behind us no more trades to be made uh, with a hypothetical Odell Beckham move I guess could be made before the end of the year but beyond that no other real moves out there so I asked the question are the Ravens a true Super Bowl contender as we head down the stretch here we're at halfway point yeah well it's weird because the halfway well I guess literally this would be the halfway so point because it's eight and a half weeks yeah, yeah. so this math. is the Right, because the way the it works now, it checks out. Yeah, so yeah. this is the perfect time the to be asking the games, Literally Wednesday, yes. it's hump day. Yeah. Week eight into week nine. Yep, it's the literally the halfway point. Week nine starts tomorrow. Yes, it does in Houston, mm, where I expect be, a bloodbath. That'll be fun. Um, yeah, they're a real contender. I, uh, I mean, look, do would I put money on it? No, um, odds might be decent. The odds are decent, but I don't. I, I, I think it's possible. I don't think it's one of the most likely outcomes. Uh, I think it's going to be difficult to get home field advantage. 
right? You already lost head to head to Buffalo. Yes, Buffalo that's going like to hurt. Best of yeah, breed. yeah. Which means you're 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 probably looking at having to go to Arrowhead and having to go to to Orchard Park, and that's a t- man, that's a tough hill to climb. You saw how tough it was for the Bills last year. Yep. Not that they had to play themselves in an intergame scrimmage and before they went to Arrowhead, but you get what I'm saying. I, I just, you know, I, I, I think that that week of rest that only one team gets now and only one team sort of getting that best path makes it even more valuable. And, and if they can get that, then I would say, yeah, then I'd be more willing to to wager on it. But, you know, you wouldn't make as much money off that bet either because mm. the odds would have changed. Are they a Super Bowl contender? Absolutely. Buffalo and Kansas City, they're a tier above the Ravens right now. I think the Ravens are better than Tennessee. And the Dolphins, kind of a coin flip, but they came to Baltimore and won. So you got to give them the nod, at least right now. But can the Ravens go into era? Can they go into Orchard Park and win? Sure. But it's going to take some of their best effort. Ravens did have a 20-3 lead on the Bills Mm -hmm. uh, in Baltimore week four. Josh Allen has been bad, guys, when he faces the Ravens. He's been bad. You look at his three games, 46.7% completion percentage, 144 yards. He has two touchdowns, one interception, 63.8 passer rating. I get it. One year, it it was uh, in 2019, that was the... um, Windstorm game. Windstorm game. and uh, you know Nobody could hit a field goal on the one side. exactly. But even week four, he didn't play well. So... We know the Chiefs' history with the Ravens. That's always going to be tough. Ravens still have some deficiencies, and I think the concern that I have going up against those teams potentially in January is can this Ravens team win a shootout with their wide receivers right now if Bateman misses right. a significant amount of time? I, I just I can't say confidently they can. Ken. Ken, Ken. Uh, <laughs> can they win a shootout? I, uh, yeah, probably tough, but can they ugly it up and win their way? That's sure. to me, and, and with the elements, I know it is hard to win in Kansas City. We've seen that the, the AFC Championship game has basically been the Chiefs' invitational the last few years that they have. Although lost. the Bengals obviously yeah, did it last Bengals year. and the Patriots both won there. Um, but uh, yeah, you, they're going to need to ugly it up, and the defense is going to have to be better in the fourth quarter. And to me, adding a Roquan Smith will will help get you there. Now, also, uh, Tyus Bowser probably going to start playing Monday night. David Ajabo practicing full for the first time today. Well, he, we may hear from him coming up in just a few minutes. He could be a couple weeks away. Now, all of a sudden, you add Roquan Smith, you add Bowser, you add Ajabo, Jason. Linebacker, which was quite the weakness to sure. start the year, could it be a strength down the stretch? I mean, look, they obviously from a number standpoint, it's it's improved leaps and bounds, and um, I mean, look, you it it should be like that's where they've invested. I mean, it's really sort of the back seven is kind of where they've put their money and put their assets and and. But they had two in, they had two outside linebackers when the season no, started. It's, well, it's, look, I mean, obviously, it's again, it's improved leaps and bounds from that in terms of quality and quantity. And should it be an elite group? I mean, it should. Bowser's one of the a guy they chose to keep yes. around here. They Ajabo would have gone in the top ten if he doesn't get hurt. Patrick Queen was a first round pick. Roquan Smith was a top ten pick. I mean, their defense is littered with. 
You got Chuck Clark, who's like an outlier. Mm-hmm. Pretty high pedigree on everybody else. Yeah, day one, day two picks for the most part, the rest of that defense. And I think it absolutely will be better, Ken. And Roquan Smith, he's going to change this defense, and he's going to change how Patrick Queen is going to be utilized with Mike McDonald. And we know that Mike McDonald doesn't blitz much anyways, but if the Ravens can consistently get home with four uh, rushing four, rushing five, that's going to make the back end look even better. And you got a uh, first-team all-pros corner with Peters and Humphrey. I know Marcus Peters has struggled recently, but I think the one game in 23 days is going to help him. Inside access here on the fan. When we come back, a little purple rain in the forecast. We'll hear from Roquan Smith. We'll hear from Patrick Queen. We'll hear from David Ajabo. That's next here on the fan. Inside access. 1057 the fan. Severe weather alert. Torrential rainfall expected. Purple rain. Inside access to the castle with Jason Lacanfora and Ken Wyman. Brought to you by LifeMed Institute. When we get sick, it sucks. Get the fuel you need at LifeMed Institute with vitamin booster shots. Call 410-575-1200 or go to LifeMedInstitute.com and boost your defense. Oh, man, it's a great group of guys. You know, got in um, yesterday. The guys have been very welcoming, so I'm excited to be here. I'm ready to roll. Roquan Smith, his first impressions of being a Raven. He met with the media today. And uh, I think the overview, as we heard a little earlier as well for people who missed it, but he does seem to be fired up to be here. Yeah, look, this is a new lease on life for him, playing meaningful football games um, for a franchise. Well, and the Bears were this, too. That has an amazing linebacker lineage. Mm. Uh, more pl- Look, I think the Ravens will get a game or two flex down the stretch in all likelihood, or either way. Um, they're going to have an opportunity to play with the whole world watching in the in the playoffs. Uh, and he joins the defense, as we were just talking about, and we know that it has its faults and it has its flaws, but th- there's a lot of guys who were drafted very high, at, as was he, w- with the idea that they would be impactful football players. And can he be some connective tissue between the D-line and, and the safeties? And um, can he cover up some of the holes of some other guys? Uh, absolutely. Um he he's a good football player. He makes them better. How much better remains to be seen. And really, I don't know that we'll truly know. Like we we look at this schedule, and it's the Andy Daltons and the like. I'm not saying that that PJ Walker kid couldn't go out and hang 400 yeah. yards on him. He had a big game against Atlanta. You know, Atlanta's defense stinks. Yes, but like we're not really gonna know no about this until Week 18, if that's a meaningful game. And more to the point, the playoffs. I mean, you got this guy. To go deeper in the playoffs than you have been going. Yep. That's why you gave up a second-round pick for a guy who's probably not on your roster next year. It's going to elevate this team, and it's a really good fit for Roquan Smith. And you mentioned the fact that they're probably going to get flexed into games, and they're going to make the playoffs with the schedule in front of them. He's also playing for a contract, guys. He wants to be the highest-paid linebacker in football, and he's going to get a chance to be on the biggest stage, primetime games, playoff games, and prove that he's worth that deal. Let's call an audible here, Stone. Cut 21. We were discussing this earlier. Roquan Smith wearing number 18. Why'd he pick 18? You know, new start. Why not a new number? So starting somewhere new, new start. So I'm excited. Actually drafted in 18 as well, so it's pretty sweet. 
Well, he's drafted in 18, new number. He, uh, of course, 58 is worn by Michael Pierce at home because he's out for the year. I mean, again, I don't get this. I don't get why you can't reissue the number. The guy is not playing this year. He's probably never playing again. Jason, it's an unwritten rule. Raven for life times two. You can't. Yeah. You can't take the guy's number. You'd have to at least ask his permission. It's why? his number. He's, it's his he's number. not. He, but he's not on the active no. roster. But he's. he's no. But he's got a contract for next year. Roquan, at the moment. Roquan Smith's been here for two minutes. Not Raven for life yet. He's got to work up. He's got to build some equity. He, I, I got. I. I. You, you two actually think that Michael Pierce is back home wherever that is. Yeah. Worrying about whether or not they're going to give 58 to freaking Roquan Smith. But it's not about that. It's his number, and he's under contract for next year at the moment. Yeah. So you'd have to ask him. I mean, I don't know why he wouldn't. But also, don't pick 18, man. Pick a pick a linebacker number in the fifth. Uh, I, hate the, I hate the new number. Well, I know. but Kids like it. Kids like the, the the little number. Someone were look at Patrick Queen wearing six. I, I know. I hate it. And speaking of Patrick Queen... What was his reaction to the Ravens getting Roquan Smith? I mean, I was shocked and ecstatic at the same time. Most people thought I was taking it the wrong way when, honestly, like, you got somebody that great playing on side of you and you get to, like, learn from and see the things that he does uh, and just get a piece of his game. So uh, I was ecstatic about it. Fired up about Roquan Smith being next to him, Jason. Yeah, and look, we'll obviously be monitoring the snap counts and playing time and where people are being aligned and, and what sort of versatility for other people is created by adding a Roquan Smith to the mix. And I, I think I'll have the opportunity to benefit from it from a uh, pass rushing standpoint. I think I'll have the opportunity to benefit from it from maybe being able to spy some very mobile quarterbacks and some massive playoff games and make an impact that way. Um, there's still going to be a rotation mm. inside. I don't think he's playing, you know, I don't think Patrick Queen's playing 95% of the snaps anymore. I wouldn't think you would have to go there. Um, and he'll be relieved of some tough matchup coverage duties, uh, which should help him. He doesn't have to be the guy no. for the stretch run. That's Roquan Smith now. He's not going to come off the field where Patrick Queen, his role is going to change. And I also wonder, what does this mean for a Kyle Hamilton, too? Yeah. Right In sub packages, uh, that's going to be something to monitor as well. Uh Let's hear finally from Patrick Queen. You got to practice with uh, Roquan Smith. What was that like today? It was cool uh, just to be able to see how he communicates and how he uh, moves and stuff. And uh, just, you know, trying to get that chemistry down pat now. So uh, everything from now on is going to be trying to get a feel for how each other play. Once he gets the playbook down, you think it's possible he gets the green dot because he's a guy that never leaves the field. I mean, at some point in time, if they think, I mean, I think some of that also depends on Kyle Hamilton's development. Yeah. Because then there's not another safety really pushing Chuck Clark. Sure. Now, who knows? I mean, Marcus Williams might come back at some point down the road. Yes. And Dave, and Geno's played so well that maybe that leads in a little less for Chuck Clark. I mean, I, I, there's a lot of variables there. Um, and this this audio is courtesy of our, our guy, Cordell, Cordell Woodland. Woodland. Yes. Did he did he get any Ajabo? I have Ajabo. Yes. Uh, Dave I'm fired up to hear David Ajabo. First I'm f- on the record. Yeah. He will be more productive this year. Then no way. I brought that up weeks ago. You people scoffed at me. Well, David Ajabo mm. finished his first full NFL practice today, and he talked about his recovery. Man, it's all about patience, man. Uh, you know, it's, it's been a long journey, but it's God's plan at the end of the day. So you just got to stay down and you know, finally activate and work my way back into wow. things. And uh, can't be happy enough. Somebody was sounding like they were assaulted in the background there. As- Jeez. I wouldn't go that far. Oh, did I heard a, a that scream. Was a, that was a, definitely that was a cry for help. I yes. would think shenanigans of yeah. some uh, sort. Mm-hmm. I, I, don't know. I didn't. That scream did not sound like shenanigans to me. 
No, it's some, I it's hope everybody's some okay. Out of a slasher movie. Yeah, it's it some did. Out of Friday the Thirteenth. Halloween was just a Monday. It sounded very Halloween esque. Maybe it was a prank. Yeah. Hopefully, not a prank going to ride. Well, but David Ojabo sounds very optimistic. Now he practiced. He's practicing full, correct? That yeah, is, practicing that full is, today. Practicing in full. First practice full. Again, I think that'll be why. With a buy on the other side of this thing, I, I would. I just don't really think why the math would work in any way, shape, or form for him to play Monday night. But Thanksgiving week, I would think that's possible that he could be in the equation to be among the guys who are dressed for that game. Finally, from David Ajabo, how close is he returning to game action? We're getting there, man. I mean, it's my first full practice, and uh, you know, I feel good. You know, I already know the playbook. You know, so just a matter of uh, like getting my confidence back, getting my footing back, and just pray for me, man. I'll be out there. It sounds like he thinks he says he already knows the playbook. I think you're right, Jason. That post Thanksgiving round Thanksgiving, yeah, I think coming off that bye, might see some David Ajabo. It's possible. Oh, I think it's definitely going to happen, and I'm interested in how they work him in because there's going to be a protocol for that ramp up his snaps week after week, but. Anything they get out of him is a bonus. I'm still in that mindset where I thought this was a redshirt year. He hasn't played a lot of football. I think he's going to be a very good player for them. There was a reason why he was going to be a top 15 pick in the draft, but had a breakout year with Mike McDonald at Michigan last year with 11 sacks. He's played 14 college games. We, I think we're going to see him in a couple weeks. We'll come back. We have breaking news concerning the Washington Commanders. And, and we'll turkey get the, news. And turkey breaking news. Breaking turkey news. We're going to have an inside access special report. Text the, the day, of and then it's Baltimore Game Day on Central Daily Show at 6 here on The Fan. Inside access. Wyman. The Ginger Gorilla. Lock and Fora. JLC. It's built in. And Barbalace. T-Bone and his nonsensical amusement park. Inside Access. 105.7 The Fan. Breaking news courtesy of ESPN. It's Don Van Nata, one of their senior writers, investigative reporters. U.S. Attorney's Office investigating Washington commanders over alleged financial improprieties. Interesting that that article comes out the same day that the report comes out they're looking to sell. And why are you pointing? Because I'm always looking to give Stoney his due, unlike you. It's Elvis Costello watching the detectives as we're going into a story about oh. the investigation of the... Of the right, Stoney? You, that's, I, that's where you were coming from, right? Um, I definitely thought of that. I saw detectives and I said, you know what? I got to connect, go. connect this story here with that's, this song. That's, this is a high-grade operation no, here. That's, uh, at IA1057, the fan. I didn't know the name of that song, and I can guarantee T-Bone didn't. No, so, but good sure. work. Good work. And the detectives are watching Dan Snyder. Yeah, so this, I don't think this is So this is now dink. six investigations? Yeah, and this isn't a quinky dink that the day that statement comes out where they don't deny that the possibility exists that they sell on the team, yeah. that this story comes out. Get him out. Uh, Good riddance. This I will give Michael Wilbon, friend of the show, credit. He was on PTI a few weeks ago, and he said when that what was it that came out? Uh, oh, Ursay. Ursay. So what was this? A couple weeks ago, and he said this is this is Robert Sarver territory. He said I've never believed this before, but the end is near for Daniel Snyder, and I think he might be right. Yeah. I think he might be right as well. Again, follow the money. This is it's the, the all the other hideous 
horrible criminal slash borderline criminal stuff that's alleged to have gone on there. That's not why you get thrown out of the club. You get thrown out of the club when you start messing with other people's money, other billionaires' money. Um, so, yeah, good riddance. Uh, I also learned something yeah. recently. Stoney, could we get the uh, Inside Access special report? Investigative. An Inside Sorry. Access investigative report. So I was in the process of ordering food to bring home because that's what I do on Wednesday. Quite a feast. It's the same feast every week. We're creatures of habit. And yeah. I always get a turkey turkey burger from a place around here. So the guy's like, we don't have turkey burger. And at first I thought he was messing with me. And he's like, no, man, I can't get any turkey from vendors. Like there's a hardcore turkey shortage. And I'm thinking, a turkey shortage three weeks before Thanksgiving? Zoinks? That's terrible. Yeah, yeah. Like that could be. A, so I did you guys know about this before I, I mentioned no, it? I, I felt like we had to share it with our listeners. You may want to try to get in on a turkey now. How long could you keep a turkey in a freezer? I, I guess that's the question. What is the yeah. shelf life of a turkey on a freezer? Because if they if if restaurants are having trouble getting turkeys now, I think you might be why. Or you buy a whole. What, what about we do this tomorrow? I'm going to my brother. We go and buy all these turkeys tomorrow. We keep them in a freezer. Sell them. And then we yeah, we wait for this thing to really pop, and then we sell them. Hey, at a profit. I just went grocery shopping, and I got turkey lunch meat. So uh, I mean, well, it's not exactly. Got, the yeah, same, I mean, this is more like you can't cook ground that in the turkey oven. or like. The full blown turkey, full blown. I mean, it's turkey breast lunch meat. But I do like turkey. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Turkey. I, I. They told me he's like, dude, I'm out of turkey burgers, and I have no idea when I can get them. Like my distributor can't get them. That's an issue. Yeah, that's Tur- an issue. Thanksgiving's coming. You know what else is coming? The text of the day. Check one two check. Just like our very own Ken Wyman, text of the day is driven by Oarsman Chevrolet of Baltimore, Oarsman Chrysler, Dodge, Jeep, Ram of Dundalk, home of the Oarsman Promise Lifetime Vehicle Coverage. Guys, we were talking about Christmas decorations. Yes, people we were. chimed in on the text line. One text here says Christmas decorations go up anytime after Black Friday and mm-hmm. must be down by New Year's Day. Ooh. And another one here I think is interesting. Thanksgiving weekend and down by Super Bowl Saturday. Super, Super Bowl. That's a long. Whoa, that's, that's February. Long January. January. And now with the eighteen week season, that's February. It's pushing March. By the way, my buddy Brad, who's in the who used to be in the restaurant business, said shelf life on a turkey in the freezer is months. Really? We might need to go on a turkey run tomorrow. Just buy up Although all the now turkeys. that I spilled the beans, and I felt like I should share. Yeah, we well, might yeah. get beat to the punch. Yeah. We're a show of the people. There might be a run on turkeys right now. Pe- people demand it. Yeah, the Stone. People, the people Stone. When it. you're hanging out with your lady pals at Target. Pick up some, I would say, stash some, throw some turkeys in that cart. Okay. I'll, I'll pass Make yourself word. a little money. <laughs> Just slow down on the do this week and get turkeys instead, because we might make a profit on them. T-Bone, what's on tomorrow's show? Tomorrow's show, we are really busy. Well, Ken, you're going out to the castle. I'm going to the so castle because Thursday some... is Wednesday. We're yes. going to hear from Jim Hunter, talk about game four of the yes. World Series tonight. Bobby Bear. Is going to be oh, legendary Saint quarterback. to preview the Saints. Brian Balding. Balding at 3.30. He breaks down that. the film extremely well. Ryan Horvat will be joining us that. as well. And yeah, we're going to hear reports from GG when he gets back. Maybe somebody from the NFL Network. Maybe Possibly. Not. Yes. Although at this point, I'd prefer that on Friday. I don't know. That's not a, that wasn't, that wasn't, you know. Rhymes with smucky smooks. 
I can go a lot of different directions with that. But uh, coming up next, it's the Baltimore Game Day Uncensored Daily Show with T-Bone. He'll take you up until, I, I guess it's World Series Game And the T is for Turkey. Yes. Right about now, the T is for Turkey. Chase. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 